Because honestly, if you know just a few fundamental things, you can grow a fantastic business. But if your identity is not on the right footing, it just doesn't matter. Somehow things will go awry. Welcome to Evolve Leadership, the arena where high-achieving leaders are challenged to redefine their limits. My name is Angus Nelson. I grew up in the United States and I now live in Lisbon, Portugal. I'm an executive coach and I've spent my career advising and training leaders from startups to Fortune 500 companies. And here's what I've learned. An old, ineffective leadership framework will always keep you on a hamster wheel, consumed with work-life balance, burnout, and stress. Here on the show, each week we'll help you rethink the path to achievement. We'll help you discover new principles, new philosophies to the modern leader. Look, the world is relentlessly changing, demanding a new era of leaders. It's time to redefine your limits. So enter the arena, my friend. It's time to evolve. Well, welcome to the Evolve Leadership Show. And Angus, I'm not gonna lie, this one wrecked me because we have a conversation with Chris Evans from Traffic and Funnels, and he speaks right to the heart of every high performer about the sustainability of success and finding real contentment in the process. Yeah, oh my gosh, uh, he brought it. I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing today if it wasn't for Chris Evans and he and his partner in the company, you're going to hear all about it. Um, his program taught me how to build my business of coaching and how to do what I do. Flash forward a few years, my business is going and he goes through some stuff. Again, you're going to hear some of that about, or you're going to hear more about that in the show. And someone made an introduction and said, maybe you could, you know, speak, you know, to him. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I would love to. And it was an opportunity for me to like turn the tables and be able to speak into his life. And then we became friends. And so what we're about to hear is kind of an evolution of somebody who has done amazing things with a $100 million brand. And then got to a place where he's like, I want to burn it all to the ground. And so you're going to hear this rise to the top and then everything that came into play on that journey. And so if you are a part of a startup, if you're part of a rocket ship of a company, you're going to want to pay attention to this show and what he has to share. Yeah, Angus, and I so appreciate, especially for a successful entrepreneur like himself, to just be very real about the challenges, to be really open and authentic about what he's walking through, because it can help you and I and our listeners in that same journey. And he shared with a group of our Evolve leadership community and it went so long we split it into two episodes. So next week we'll have another one on his marketing magic. But for this one, we wanna zero in on his pursuit of success, kind of the burnout he experienced and how he found contentment on the other side. So here is our conversation with Chris Evans. When I first got into this coaching game, I tried to wing it. And uh, I fell all over myself. I made lots of mistakes and I didn't make a lot of money. And then I got involved with Traffic and Funnels and I got challenged to raise my prices, scared the spit out of me. Um, but just know that my skills have upgraded. And as such, I've been able to charge more because the confidence, the energy, et cetera. And in the same ways I've encouraged you guys to charge what you're worth. 
Well, I can credit that to Chris and his colleague, Taylor. So super excited for you guys to hear from Chris. He's got a wealth of knowledge and he's got a heart of gold. Chris, Beautiful. without further ado. Thanks for having yours. me, Angus and Tim. I appreciate it. I'll give you just a kind of a quick snapshot of my history. That way we can, I want this time to be as valuable as possible. So I'll kind of walk you through my journey. Over the course of seven years, I built a company that was doing about 25, 30 million in the coaching consulting space. Uh, have sold hundreds of thousands of products online. So it's been a pretty wild journey. We've had over 400 employees come through our businesses that we've trained in sales and marketing and uh, customer service and operations, which I absolutely hate. And I'd rather not do, I'd rather do a lot of other things and operational things. But before that, I was actually a missionary in Europe and had been in ministry and been married 20 20 years next month, got four kids. My daughter just turned 18. She's going off to, she's actually going to Hawaii. I'm taking her to the big island uh, next week. She's going to a school out there. So we've had a lot of things, man. I've lived in an amazing house and I've traveled the world and, and just have accomplished amazing things. And that's what most people see. What most people don't see are the failures and the struggles and the challenges. And so we grew up so fast and, and, have done so many things where we, the, my learning lesson this last year is not being at a place where our roots were deep enough to withstand the storms that inevitably come in life and business. And so the process that I've been through in the last eight, nine months with our companies is struggle and burnout and what the hell am I doing and why am I here and what's the purpose of all this and where have I gone, gone wrong? And uh, so it's been, immense reflection and it's given me the perspective of being on this side of success and man my my face has been in front of millions of people literally from the millions and millions of dollars i've spent on advertising uh, people know me for that and being on this side of success of accomplishing incredible things and impacting thousands of people's lives to being at this place now of like man like what's really where's really the richness in life and where's really the value in life because honestly, if you know just a few fundamental things, you can grow a fantastic business. But if your identity is not on the right footing, it just doesn't matter. Somehow things will go awry. And so that's a bit of my experience in a very short snapshot. There's a lot in that journey. But I think the message that I'm living and I'm walking through right now is if the root system is not healthy in your life. And I know, Angus, you coach on a lot of these things, which is amazing. If the identity is not healthy, like nothing else really matters. If you as a person, as a human being aren't good, if you're not healthy, like what are you actually building? And I've gone to this place where I've seen and, and I've talked to as I'm coaching entrepreneurs and they're like, man, Chris, should we scale? Should we do X, Y, Z? And this is a thing that I'm coming back to because what I've realized in my journey is, man, I scaled these businesses. I've talked to legends in the online space. and people that, you know, they'll pick up the phone when I call them. Just those are kind of relationships I have. And they're just like, man, it's crazy, Chris, what you, what you built and how fast you built it. And what I've realized is a lot of my building, the reason why I built the things that I did as fast as I did was from an unhealthy place, was from insecurity, was from fear, and just identity things that will not last for years and years and years. 
And so that's the work I've been doing now is I've been going back. It's like, okay, what were those things? Why was I building the, the things that I was building? And how can I go back and make sure that the things that I, I rework and I rebuild and, or build new things, how can I make sure if that thing is freaking built on the firmest foundation possible? Because what I build, I want it to last forever and ever. Um, and have, and by that, I mean, have tremendous impact for generations to come. Chris, I have a question. And, you know, we have different guys in different rooms, some on either side of success, somewhere in the middle. If you could go back um, and talk to your you know, 25-year-old self, what, what advice would you give for someone who's kind of on the upswing of success so that when it happens or however it happens, it happens in a way that that root system gets deep? Say, so, Chris, don't be an idiot. I think, um, you know, so my journey... And what I've I've gone through is is really kind of through this process figuring out who I am and and if I could have found contentment way sooner, I think I would have been willing to grow slower and make sure that I would I would could actually be good to step back and look at everything, maybe dig into the ground, and say okay, are these roots going deep, and and checking in with myself, and do I feel good about what I'm doing? Am I excited about it? Am I like waking up and I'm just out of my mind excited about what I'm doing and the work that I get to contribute to the world? Those are the things when I freaking look back at this massive machine that we built that I missed. If I could have found contentment, not that I don't grow, right? Not that I don't expand, not that I don't increase, but there's something that I think is, is what we as entrepreneurs, and especially as men, is we're always either running from something or running to something. And if you get to a place in your life where you're content with what you have and where you're at, and you're not looking at someone else's race, you're not looking at what's, you know, Bob or Joe or Frank, what they have, but you're looking at your own life and being willing to accept who you are and your value as a man and as a human. Oh my God, that would have changed everything because I would have been okay with maybe taking a break. Right. And I would have been okay with not freaking getting on my email and not pushing out a new promo or not speaking at an event and being a, w- a lot more present with my family and not only being present, but making sure that my state was good because you can be a present dad, but what is your state? Right. right? Is it, is it, is it an anxious state? Is it a state of fear? Are you impatient? Because what does it matter if you go and, and grow this massive company if your kids don't like you, they hate you, they don't trust you, if you're not a safe place for them, right? So a lot of what I built was out of insecurity, was out of fear, and um, I, didn't, I didn't know what contentment was. And I always had to have the next thing. So when we launched our business, uh, we launched it in, in, we were kind of testing and validating in 2015, towards the end of 2015, and decided to go, okay, we're going to go full on traffic and funnels and just commit. And so January 1, 2016, we just went all in on that business. And that first month, we did $127,000, which for me, look, I grew up in a poor military family. Like I didn't have money growing up, you know, so that was just like, oh my God, we made it. What the, like we're rich. Yeah. Honey, just go buy whatever you want, you know, not quite. Um, but. If, if I could have like been in a place of 
man, that's awesome. Now, like, let me just see, like, just check in with myself and the business. And is this good? Is what I'm doing good? Is it valuable? And how can I just slowly build on this versus, mm-hmm. hey, well, that 127,000, like, that's great, but that's not enough. So I was like, you know what? Maybe it's going to be 200. Maybe finally at 200 mm-hmm. a month, I'll feel like I've arrived. I'll feel safe. I'll feel X, Y, Z. So guess what? Well, Chris Evans just went out and pushed 200, 300, 400 employees, recognition, people saying, oh, you're amazing. You know, we're like just the new, the new kids on the block going crazy, getting, you know, just all this notoriety. And there was never peace. Sure. Now I had financial security, right? Or at least I thought, but it's, it's amazing. Like when you go through the process I've been through, and I don't know if you read the Bible, but there's so much wisdom in the Bible and, and especially the old Testament and talks about wealth being fleeting. And so if all of your identity and your security is in something that's potentially fleeting, like, what are you, what are you doing? That's a process I've gone through. And through that process, learning contentment. Well, if I'm not in front of all these people, if I don't have all this stuff, you know, if I don't have business that are just printing money, am I okay with who I am as a man, as a human, as a dad, and not having all those things? And can I be content with my situation, my scenario? And granted, like my scenario is way better than the majority of the world, like all of ours is, right? We're actually all considered wealthy compared to the world and most people in the world. But I think if you can find contentment now in your life and peace with who you are, not that you don't grow, not that you don't expand, because that's just nature, right? Healthy things grow. That's what happens. Uh, But making sure that a lot of the growth is down into the ground and deep roots. But if you don't have a place of contentment, if you're not a place in contentment, then you won't be at a place to rest and to hit pause and to look and examine your life and your soul to make sure that you're healthy and you're ready for the next level of growth. I want to jump in. Um, 2015, you were coming out of kind of a burnout situation, trying to reinvent, came up with traffic funnels, and then the rest is just history. All the people in all the spaces know of you and Taylor as the guys. Now you're at this place of like, burn it all the fucking ground. <laughs> like, let's just like torch it all. And reinventing like what's different and how you're approaching growth reinvention now who is the chris that is showing up to make expansion but from a place that's source and supply and abundance let me just pause for a second to say this There is one trait that you will find in every successful leader, no matter their industry, no matter their role. And that trait is action. And we want to inspire ambitious leaders like you to bet on yourself and take action on those audacious goals that you see in your heart. That's why we created our 90-Day Accelerator. It's a results-driven, battle-tested framework designed specifically for high-performing leaders like you to get unstuck and propel you towards your goals. And in just 90 days, you won't even recognize the person you used to be. To be a part of this elite community, go to evolveleadership.org. Now, back to the show.
I think the Chris now is the Chris that's willing to say no, even though it might be financially lucrative. Because what I've realized looking back on my journey is is how out of out of alignment I was on a lot of things. And I just didn't know because I wasn't checked into myself. Like, what do I actually value? And there's like this unspoken force. If you're out of alignment, like I'm not a woo-woo person, but this is just real. Like this is basically science, right? You as a human being, you have values. And if you're doing things that are not in alignment with those values, it's like a tug of war. And eventually you're going to freaking get tired and burn out and you're just spinning, right? You're like, you're not moving in a direction. You might be going back and forth. So there are things that I said yes to just because it was financially lucrative, but it was actually out of alignment with my internal conscience and what I really, where I, how I really wanted to live. And so that's how Chris these days is, is a lot different. It's like, okay, who am I? What are my values? Like, what am I in integrity with? What do I want to be known as? And am I willing to be integrity that moving forward? Um, so that's that's a massively difference because with so much of my security being tied into to money and just like, oh, I just need to make money and print money as, as fast as I can and grow as fast as I can. The guy just said yes to pretty much anything. Right. And it could have been a product that was shit or uh, didn't get the results that we said, or it could have been how an employee was treated. Um, but a lot of things that in that place can cause collateral damage, not just externally, but internally to us as humans. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. A book that's really had a, a pretty important impact for me. Um, is something, a journey I started a year ago and it's called ruthless elimination of hurry. My whole life, I've always been in a hurry. It's been the condition of my heart. And so I've had anxiety my whole life. I didn't really realize it because I trained myself to suppress emotions, uh, which is unhealthy, but I suppressed my emotions and I had anxiety. And, and so out of that, like I've always been in a hurry. And that's part of like what happened with businesses. Like I was in a hurry to grow the businesses as fast as I could. Like I'm always in a hurry on the highway. I don't like waiting the lines. And so that book has been pretty profound because it just talks about the process of slowing down. All right. And like what, how we live today is not, we were created to live the way we live today. Always busy, always moving to the next thing with very little margin in our lives. Because when you have very little margin in your life, you have very little time to actually reflect like who you are as a human being, where you are in the process, what the next step is for you. And so we're just freaking maxed out. We've never been in a time, especially in America, where the, the rate and consumption of antidepressants is as high as it is right now. We have everything, right? Like we're the, one of the wealthiest countries in the world. We've got all the conveniences. We've got the iPhones. We've got bank accounts. But people are so maxed out because they have very little margin because we have to get to the next thing, the next level versus slowing down. So that's been kind of a journey. I read that book a year ago and I was pissed off. <laughs> right? Like everything. I was like, I, no way. I can't slow down. I have to get to the next thing. But it's just, it's, it's an oxymoron. But when you're okay with rest and slowing down and, and examining your heart and your soul and the condition of where you're at in life, it's, it messes with you, right? And so when I first read that book a year ago and I felt like I just kind of had this intuition, maybe I should slow down my life. 
And then I went to a place where I just accelerated. Then I freaking burnt out. And y'all, I would get on a meeting, an hour long meeting, and I would be toast. Like I couldn't talk to anybody for the rest of the day because I was like my my nervous system, everything. I was just so jacked up. And so I actually, I took a 30 day sabbatical from the business. And um, the first two weeks, I was losing my mind because I had gone such crazy pace to stopping. Not because I wanted to, but because I had to, like I was just at my end. And coming on this, this path of picking that book up again, like, okay, like this is really, really good. And I think um, it's just, unfortunately, you know, again, we, we move so fast often as entrepreneurs because we're running from something and we're not willing to address those things and deal with them. And so we covered up with busyness. That book has been pretty profound for me um, and just studying the process of slowing down. So it's, it's a process and a journey I'm still on, honestly. So I, I'm, a, I'm a follower of Jesus. I don't, I'm not a fan of the institutional church, so I don't hope to, my, my goal is not to offend people here. But so my belief is that I was created by this amazing creator and he's, and I'm uniquely created. And so what I've been working to get myself to is a place of that significance and that revelation. That it doesn't matter what I do or who I become. It's just who I am. And so, you know, I've gone and I've looked at Luke 15, where it's just a story of Jesus talking about the prodigal son. And like, you know, there's two sons. The one that's older, like he's doing all the things, right? Like he's going, he's working, he's doing the stuff. And the other dude, the other son, he takes off his inheritance and he goes and squanders it. And then when he's depleted, he has nothing left. He crawls back to his dad. And his dad, who's a wealthy dude, he runs to him, which in that culture, which is really fascinating, is not dignified. Like that would never happen. But it just shows like the power of the story and this imagery where this father runs to this son. And this son just wants to like be a servant. And he's like, no, dude, get the ring and get the robe and put on him. This is my son. And we're going to feast because he's back. And so I've been trying to get my identity back to that, just being a son. Um, And I was, so I've got, my oldest is a girl. Her name's Liberty. She's amazing. Then I've got three boys who are absolute maniacs. And the other night I was just laying by the pool and was watching my youngest son, Judah, just bob and just goof off in the pool, just being. And I was just fascinated by how much I delighted and enjoyed just watching him. And I'm just thinking in my mind, it's like, if I feel that for that kid, for that dude, mm-hmm. how much does the creator feel that for me, right? And just me being a son. So that's a process I've been through, um, going through and building. And you know, so the thing is, like, we all have scars and scar tissue and shit that we've been through, right? And hurts and pains and, and reconciling all that stuff with the other stuff, right? Like, okay, I don't have to perform and I don't have to do all these things to be loved and to be accepted. And that's the journey that I'm on right now. And hopefully to perpetuate um, to other people. Um, Again, not in a religious, weird kind of way, but it's just my experience. So it's a journey. It's a process I'm in. One thing is that we're we're trying to do as a family. is take a weekly Sabbath where we turn our phones off and we're just kind of disconnected 
and we're present. And honestly, that alone is very difficult because we're so addicted, right? And just we we try not to consume and and just be in a consumer mentality of like buying things and all that kind of stuff. So like that in and of itself and just being okay with not being connected to something digital has been pretty profound and enlightening. Um, just knowing like how how much it's and how easy it is just to to be in a state of movement and hurry and, and not being okay with rest. Uh, so that's one thing. One Another thing that we've done as a family is where we have dinner together almost every night now or before we we didn't. And, um, and it's just, yeah, it's, it's, again, it's process and it's, you know, so I've, I've struggled with anxiety and depression my whole life. I didn't realize it until the last year when I was talking to my wife and I've got a mindset coach and just dealing with all my shit. Um, and in, in this process, I've realized that anxiety and depression is actually a gift, not the thing of itself, but feeling that negative emotion or that negative thing in your mind it's a gift because it's an indicator it's like if you take your finger and you you touch you know the, the eye of a stove like well that sucks but that sensation that feeling is a warning like hey don't do that thing again right so for me i'm going through the process of actually learning my emotions because i suppressed them for so many years because i didn't want to feel and it actually became a joke with my family and friends like oh chris doesn't feel it's just because I was protecting myself. So I'm going through this process of like, okay, I'm feeling anxiety, checking in. Am I, is my heart hurried right now? Like, am I trying to push something that is not right, you know, for me? So for me, it's, it, I think it's a learning process, honestly. And if I'm feeling kind of those things that are not healthy, it's, it's like an indication for me to check in. Like, what's going on? What's up? Like, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling that? And then dealing with that, it's like, okay, I think maybe I'm pushing something too hard, or maybe I need to disconnect from this and actually being okay to listen um, to, my, to my heart and my soul. You know, it's an interesting thing when you build businesses really fast. A lot of times you end up waking up one day and, and realize you've built a prison cell for yourself. And I feel that was the case um, because I didn't have like all these parameters and I had some boundaries and stuff, but now I'm at the place where it's like, okay, I can really start to design exactly what I want, what I enjoy, and where I'll have the biggest impact. And so that's what I'm excited about, that process. But it honestly, it's uncomfortable because it's not natural for me. Like, Come on now. Hey, just, just to put this out there, like we all need healing. We all need healing. So it's, there's nothing to be ashamed about. It's not like a weird thing. It's just, it's, we live in a, a world that, just shit happens. Things go on, right? And whether it's been intentional things that's happened to you or non-intentional, whatever, we all need healing. So uh, I would encourage you to embrace that journey, even though it might be a difficult one. Chris, any final tidbits you want to drop before you go? Yeah, I'd say, um, you know, if you can find enjoyment and peace and contentment, uh, that's the secret. And so today, whether you feel anxious or a man, I'm not at this thing where I wanted to be, or I'm not at this level, I would encourage you to seek to find some contentment today. 
And everything that you need, you have today. You've got food, you've got clothes, you have a roof over your head. What a blessing. It's really, truly amazing to have that. And if you can live in that and not be anxious for tomorrow, someone wise once said that. That's been something I'm like reading every single day because it's just profound to me. If you can find that place and live in that place and grow your business and your life from that place, that's, that's it. And you were created to create. So that's all good. So lean into those gifts and those skills and be of service to other people from that healthy place is what I would encourage you to do. As we wrap up another episode of Evolve Leadership, thank you so much for taking time to invest in you. If there's to be any sustainable growth in your company or even in your relationships, you must grow first. And it's what I love to do for leaders, to help them grow, to challenge their thinking, sharpen self-awareness, to instill an unshakable confidence, and ultimately upgrade their sense of self. And we do this through our proprietary method called Agile EQ+, where we're leveraging agile leadership and emotional intelligence. We provide our signature training for individuals and for businesses, we've designed a unique curriculum for company-wide learning and development. If you'd like to learn more about our training or to schedule a call, you can simply go to evolveleadership.org. And until next time, stay driven, keep climbing, and never stop evolving.